Welcome to Harmonia. I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join me for the next hour as today's performers of medieval Renaissance and Baroque music bring to life the music of the distant past. Music will give our hardest labors ease. The oboe charms in war, the flute in peace. Where love or honor calls, these sounds inspire. This charms with love, that courage sets on fire. This hour on Harmonia, we explore what Playford describes as an honorable and courageous instrument, the oboe. Then stay tuned for our featured release, Confluence, the merging musical style of Central Europe and Venice, performed by Ensemble Colina.
love sounds the alarm, love sounds the alarm, and fiddies are flying, and fiddies are flying. When beauty's the prize, when beauty's the prize, what water is dying? When beauty's the prize, when beauty's the prize, what mortal is dying? When beauty's the prize, what mortal is dying? Love sounds the alarm, love sounds the alarm, love sounds the alarm, and fears are flying. Love sounds the alarm, love sounds the alarm, and fears are flying. Beauty's the prize, what mortal is dying? When beauty's the prize, what mortal is dying? We heard Love Sounds the Alarm from Handel's Asus and Galatea, performed by the Dunedin Consort and Players, directed by John Butt. The Baroque oboe that you hear in period performances of Bach and Rameau today remained largely unchanged from its development under Louis XIV in the late 17th century until the rise of the classical oboe in the mid-18th century. Sometimes called the oboe, it's an elegant double reed instrument with a wide conical bore, six finger holes, including two twin holes, and two keys. The beautiful turnings on the instrument have led some to say that it looks like a pawn or bishop from a particularly elegant chess set. Let's hear two dances by André Danikan Filidor, a man known for both his musical and his chess skills. <laughs> Thank you. 
Dances by Andre Danikan Filidor, performed by the London Oboe Band with Paul Goodwin directing. Both the Philidor and Hotter families are credited with making major contributions to the development of the Baroque oboe. Though known primarily as a flute maker, Jacques Martin Hotter also had a hand in creating the oboe. He worked as a composer and instrument maker in the court of Louis XIV of France, and his intimate works have been championed by recorder players, flutists, oboes, and violinists. Here's Hotter's Prelude in D Major from L'Art du Prelude, performed here on Traverso, Viola da Gamba, and Theorbo.
Les Ordinaires performed Hatater's Prelude in D from L'Art du Prelude on their 2018 release, Inner Chambers, Royal Court Music of Louis XIV. Thanks to its early popularity with the French aristocracy, the oboe eventually became wildly popular throughout Western Europe. Although Louis XIV may not have conquered all of Europe, the new woodwind instruments that were first heard at his court certainly did. Within 20 years of the Baroque oboe's debut, the new oboe could also be heard in Munich, Hanover, and Hamburg. Let's hear an aria composed by oboist Agostino Stefani. That was an aria by Agostino Stefani. We heard Ensemble Barocco Sans Souci from their 2009 release Del Sonar Pittoresco. You can become a fan of Harmonia Early Music on Facebook or follow our updates all week long on Twitter. 
Just search for Harmonia Early Music. Eighteenth-century trumpet players were the rock stars of their day, and the trumpet held pride of place among wind instruments in Europe. They were highly paid professionals protected by their powerful guilds, and the instrument was inextricably linked with royalty in the public's imagination. Here is Heinrich Bieber's Sonata for Seven in C major, featuring the Baroque Trompeten Ensemble Berlin. Thank you. 
Bieber's Sonata for Seven in C Major, performed by the Baroque Trompetin Ensemble Berlin. Considering the important place that the trumpet held in musical society, it's significant that the author of the 1695 oboe method, The Sprightly Companion, defends the oboe, writing in the flowery language of that time, quote, for besides its inimitable charming sweetness of sound, when well played upon, it is also majestical and stately, and not much inferior to the trumpet, and for that reason the greatest heroes of the age, who sometimes despise strung instruments, are infinitely pleased with the oboe for its brave and sprightly tone. Here are some oboes sounding first brave, then sprightly, and finally sweet in the opening section of the Sonata in G minor by German composer and organist Johann Michael Müller. Lingua Franca, performing the Sonata in G minor by Johann Michael Müller. That was from their 2010 recording, Lustige Feldmusik. You're listening to Harmonia, a program of early music that comes to you from the studios of WFIU at Indiana University. Partial support for Harmonia comes from Penco Incorporated of Bedford, Indiana. Partial support also comes from Early Music America, fostering the performance, scholarship, and community of early music on the web at earlymusicamerica.org. I'm Angela Mariani.
One of the first Baroque pieces that many oboe students encounter nowadays is the Sonata No. 1 in C minor from Handel's set of Opus 8 sonatas. The piece was written for a sprightly oboe player with the apt name Galliard, who played at the Queen's Theatre in London. Here's the first movement from Handel's Sonata No. 1 in C minor. The famous Largo from Handel's Oboe Sonata No. 1 in C minor. We heard Koji Izaki, Oboe, and Kazuto Ito, Harpsichord. Handel also uses the Oboe in his Opus 3 Concerti Grossi. When performed by historical performance ensembles today, audiences often have the opportunity to hear the type of rich ornamentation that was all the rage when this music was first performed. The Largo from Handel's well-loved Concerto Grosso No. 2 from this collection opens with conversing cellos. The oboe soars above with an aria-like solo for most of the movement. Here are the Largo and Allegro from Handel's Concerto Grosso Opus 3 No. 2.
We heard the Largo and Allegro from Handel's Concerto Grosso, Opus 3, Number 2. That was the Academy of Ancient Music, directed by Richard Egar, featuring oboist Frank de Bruin. The oboe shines perhaps most brightly in Handel's operas. In Consider Fond Shepherd from Asus and Galatea, the oboe first introduces the character Damon and later converses with him.
That was Consider Fond Shepherd, featuring tenor Thomas Hobbs and oboist Alexandra Bellamy. John Butt led the Dunedin concert and players in the 1718 version of Handel's Asus and Galatea. 
You can find hundreds of archived episodes, playlists, and podcasts online at harmoniaearlymusic.org. In the late 16th and early 17th centuries, Venice's wealthy families poured money into supporting the arts, enabling the creation of a patchwork of rich musical traditions throughout Western and Central Europe. On our featured recording, Confluence, the Merging Styles of Central Europe and Venice, Ensemble Colina explores music of the early Baroque period. We heard music by the Polish composer Adam Jozemski. 
Ensemble Kalina is made up mostly of faculty members from the University of North Carolina, including string players Leah Perutska and Brent Wissick, sackbutt player Michael Chris, and keyboardist Elaine Funaro. The genesis for this recording emerged from a 2013 research trip to Europe by trombonist Michael Chris. This recording includes some rarely heard pieces by Andreas Oswald, who worked in Eisenach as well as Weimar, where Bach later worked. Let's hear a sonata for three in E minor by Andreas Oswald.
We heard a sonata for three in E minor by Andreas Oswald from our featured release, Confluence, by Ensemble Colina. Learn more about recent early music releases on the Harmonia Early Music Podcast. You can subscribe on iTunes or at harmoniaearlymusic.org. Harmonia is a production of WFIU and part of the educational mission of Indiana University. Additional resources come from the William and Gail Cook Music Library at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music. We welcome your thoughts about any part of this program or about early music in general. You can leave a comment or question anytime by visiting harmoniaearlymusic.org and clicking on Contact. The writer for this edition of Harmonia was Sarah Hoopsch. Thanks to our studio engineer, Michael Pashkash, and our staff, Janelle Davis, Wendy Gillespie, and Luann Johnson. Additional technical support comes from KTTZ at Texas Tech University in Lubbock, Texas, with special thanks to engineer Rachel Boyd. Our producer is Elizabeth Clark, our executive producer is John Bailey, and I'm Angela Mariani, inviting you to join us again for the next edition of Harmonia. Harmonia.